Oh, yes. Trust the Duchess is back. But I got to tell you something. It's literally trusting the Duchess because I am doing this solo. No Christian, no Robert, no Taylor, no anyone. Trust the Duchess. music. I, I was trying to pick a song for today's episode. Like This song came up and I'm like, this is a truly awful, yet amazingly awful song. Today is going to be today's theme for Trust the Duchess. My name is Joe Atance. Today is April 21st, 2022. We are talking about two topics today. In Act 1, we are going to talk about um, this whole Bussy Queen drama. Very casually, by the way. And uh, I'm going to give my two cents on it. I, I, don't, I, don't come to me for facts, is what I'm trying to say. But I'll, I'll give a, a brief explanation. And after the break, I'll give my very brief thoughts on Drag Race España. We were supposed to have a co-host for the España part today, but it didn't work out. So and I don't really usually have a lot of thoughts on these things. So it'll probably be a very short segment. But I'll still give my thoughts on Drag Race España. And then knowing me, too, when I say that... Uh, I, uh, I'll, it'll be a 45 minute show. I always think, and I know this is going to be shocking because over on Patreon, I have a personal journal show that, uh, more often than not goes to 45 minutes, 30 minutes, you know, I'm always like, I can't imagine talking solo for that long, A, and that people would find it interesting. But I'll be honest with you, even now, even in the moment, I'm like, I guess I am talking solo, and it's, I don't know if it's interesting, but I'm not having a big time, a hard time talking about it. Uh, the good news is there's no real bullshit stuff to talk about. Um, you know, usually I shoot the shit with like Lori or Christian or whoever is the co-host. None of that today. No, 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 no. Just, uh, we're going to get right into it. And look, if it's a 15 minute show, it's a 15 minute show. So, uh, what I wanted to talk about up top, was uh this drama and usually i would actually have ignored this drama okay uh, between bossy queen and a redditor whose name i don't know and i don't care but uh in fact after you hear the story it's probably good that i don't know this redditor's name and um because it's something that i've experienced uh on my end in a different way i've never had anybody do what uh, this person did, but I could, but I was able to totally relate to Bussy Queen and, and, and be, I was, could imagine myself how horrified I would be. For those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, who I'm talking about, what it means, I'm going to explain it all. So Bussy Queen is a YouTube personality, a very popular YouTube person, YouTube personality. She's a drag queen, but she also, it seems like her career has gone from being a drag queen, which she still is, to really be more famous for her recaps of RuPaul's Drag Race. And she does these deep dives and she's gotten a hold of the contract and analyzed it. And she's become very popular. She's, I wouldn't say polarizing, but people have very strong feelings about Bussy Queen. She doesn't bother me at all. Um, but I could see how people wouldn't like her or would find her a bit much or whatnot. Uh, I think she does a pretty good job. I don't watch her recap. I'll just watch a video if it comes up because she, you know, unearthed something like she was, like I said, the, the drag race contract was super interesting. She did a really, really deep dive into the drag race contract. She's done other deep dives into other things and I always find those interesting, but I don't necessarily watch this on a regular basis, but she's a well-known, uh, drag race, you know, auxiliary person. Okay. 
drag queen. And as you know, there is um, there are several RuPaul's Drag Race websites or Drag Race uh, subreddits. And one of them is, is one called – it's actually the only one I read – called RPDR Drama. RuPaul's Drag Race Drama, but it's RPDR Drama. And it just pretty much, for the most part, tracks the drama in the world of RuPaul's Drag Race, and it's, you know, to varying degrees. And one of the things, there was a Redditor, we'll call the Redditor, um, Alex, even though I wasn't the Redditor's name, I don't think. But it was close to that, something with an A. And Alex, we'll say, used to do this thing where, you know, again, I have to do a lot of explaining here. Maybe because not every drag race fan is a super fan of drag race, so they may not know this. But there is a gay bar in Chicago called Roscoe's. It's very, very popular with the drag queens. Okay. It's like Roscoe's and Mickey's and a couple other places. Those are the drag places, you know? And, um, they have a, a, a show, they do a, a, a watch party that's very, very popular and they stream it online. Okay, and they'll, there's, it's hosted now. You can go into a whole history of the drama of the Roscoe's show, but right now it's hosted by Nasha Lopez and another drag queen named Batty Davis. And they'll usually have very famous drag queens on there to watch the show and comment. Usually during the season, it'll be at least one of the people who was a prominent, who's in the cast at the time and usually maybe prominent. Maybe they're going home that day or they won or something. And, they're very, very long, though. They're super long. They're like two hours long, these videos. So what Alex, the fake name Redditor, Redditor Alex, um, used to do was Redditor Alex would watch these videos and put out almost like a TLDR with timestamps of topics that might be of interest that the girls talked about. So it might be like, you know, behind-the-scenes tea that we didn't know, or behind-the-scenes drama that we didn't know, or just something, uh, World of Wonder, just... So anything that was interesting that the girls mentioned that may not be public knowledge, this person would put a timestamp and give a brief, like, slug line of what the person said. And, okay, so now you know what that is. So it obviously would be of big use to anyone who wanted to reference T from there. So on at more than one occasion, but the on one occasion in particular, Bussy Queen on her videos would reference the T that was mentioned there. And according to Bussy Queen, I haven't gone to research to see why this isn't true, Bussy Queen would often give credit, or always gave credit, to Alex and said, you know, according to Redditor Alex, ba-ba-da-ba-ba, you know, Willem said that she choked Pearl or something, you know? And I, I, I wasn't keeping too much track of what was going on there. But I did see the drama, and it turned into a big deal, that, um... I, I just came across it that Redditor Alex was really upset about something. This is what I knew at the time. I'll tell you what the whole thing is. But was really upset about something that was trying to get a hold of Bussy Queen and even said in the message, Bussy Queen, I've sent you a message. Please respond. Or here's a challenge. Respond to my message or something. Whatever. Who cares? And then some another redditor responded and said, "I actually know Bussy Queen's family and like I know his his world. And if you want, I will try to get a hold of Bussy Queen through that world." And redditor Alex was like, "Yeah, great. Oh my god, yes, a hundred percent. I need to get a hold of this Bussy Queen." 
And then, the next thing I know is this bussy queen posts this pissed off video, which makes sense because felt very violated that Redditor Alex used, like, went through another Redditor to go through his family and ex-boyfriend to get a hold of him. And if you want to see the the rant, and, and Bussy Queen explains it in detail, you can watch Bussy Queen's video about it. But, um, and what's funny is this Redditor wanted, I actually don't really know, maybe Bussy knows what this Redditor really wanted. I am not sure, but was essentially accusing Bussy Queen of stealing her work or it was very very confusing right it's very very confusing but again cross a boundary and it's something that it touches on something i was talking about uh last week on the show because i was listening back to the show and i heard a part where i said i'm gonna say something controversial and i said that we've been done you that you get death threats or crazy people online. Okay. And Taylor was fighting with me about it and like, Oh, well, you know, when they, the, um, you know, what if they, the person says, I'm going to kill you when, cause I said, you should just have a friend do it. Obviously, if a person says, uh, they're going to kill you, uh, that should obviously be taken very seriously. But I, I this is now this, now I'm going to, I'm going to preface what I'm going to say with it, with, 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 I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm an idiot. Okay? We've established that. I am an idiot. I don't know what I'm talking about. And I'm accusing no one ever of lying. But what I will say is, uh, as someone who gets my own share of hate, I don't want to get, I don't want to get even close to what the drag queens are getting. Um, and have had people violate certain boundaries, not not anything like Bussy Queen or the other Drake Queens. Once again, you knew what you were getting into, and you don't have to read the comments. You don't like I, I don't know if I've ever talked about this publicly, but I've had this weird little fantasy that I would go on RuPaul's drag. I, I, in other words, I would take a year or two just to learn how to be a drag queen. Okay. Learn everything, all the skills, and I would and I would document it on a podcast, right? I would document it on a podcast, and I would learn how to sew, I'd learn how to, you know, sing, dance, act, all that shit, raise money, have the money to hire, design, all the, everything you need to be successful in RuPaul's Drag Race. I would go through the ring, I would learn how to do it. And I would go on there, and I would just fuck shit up. I would be plotting and scheming and maneuvering, I would be the world's biggest bitch and villain on purpose and what's funny is i would say in the confessionals i would confess that i was doing that i would say i am fucking with these people on purpose oh my god and boy would i get death threats right but here's the funny thing here's the here's the trick this is what i'm telling you i would obviously need to have social media for the show i think it's a requirement blah 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 blah. and then once the show is done I would delete the social. I, first of all, I would never look at it. And I have someone else look at it and post things I need to post by contract. I would never look at it. I would totally ignore it. And when the show was done, 
I would delete all my social media. I would go on no tours. Unless I was forced to, but I'm just saying like, I would, I don't need to work in a club. I don't need to do that. I would just, would, I would just leave it all behind. Walk away. Right? And that would drive them even crazier. Okay? So, I had other points, and I should have written them down, but I was, I was listening to myself going like, well, it, it, but it was all in line with, don't look at the, com-. like, these people have a need to look at the comments. You're going to get people who love you, but you're going to get people who say mostly just horrible, horrible, mean shit to you. And don't trust anybody on the internet, right? Don't ever, tr- they, they, they say mean things, they say mean things, they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. You know, I saw... Today, I was grocery shopping. I saw a recipe, and I was looking at the ingredients. I wanted to make this recipe. And all the comments were like, oh, this recipe is amazing. It's so good. And there was, there, but of course, there were three or four people who were like, shit. Talk. They hadn't even tried it. I've never made this recipe, but I wouldn't ever do this. It, it, it was like, a, I don't even want It was a fake guacamole recipe. I can't get into it. That's, that's a whole other thing. That's a whole other thing. But I'll tell you this. The premise is that taquerias guacamole that you get at taquerias has no avocado in it and that's how they really make it is this way okay and somebody and so everyone's like oh my god it's true it tastes like really like real taqueria avocado you know guacamole and this one was saying and this one guy was like fucking california and their horrible avocados first of all asshole the avocado as we know it in the united states was invented in fucking California. So shut the fuck up. You don't know what you're talking about. The Haas avocado invented in La Habra, California. Look it up, mama. Okay. Two, and he was like, fuck, sh- shaking my head. Californians have such shitty avocado that a fake, they can't tell the difference between a fake guacamole and a real one, right? What am I talking about? Oh, 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 oh. I was like, people will find shitty things to you, to say to you all the time. There's that. Okay, so that's done. The other part is if you're one of these people that says shitty things to drag queens, what's wrong with you? What? Go do something. You know, like, why do you have to go say shitty things to them? Now, you might think you might be thinking, well, hold up, uh, motherfucker. You say shitty things about the drag queens all the time on your show. You're right. But I don't send the email to the drag queen saying, listen to this, go to this timestamp and listen to this horrible thing I said to you. I will say this once. I will say it again. I'll say it three times. If you are a drag queen who is on Drag Race, has been on Drag Race, wants to be on Drag Race, I don't care. Do not listen to this show. This show is not for, but that's what I'm going to say, literally. And this, I think I might be the only, I might be the only podcast who feels this way. This podcast is not intended for people who want to be, have been, or are currently on RuPaul's Drag Race. Because I'm going to say horrible things about you. This is for people who watch the show for us to make fun of the show. Okay? This is a a show dedicated to making fun of the show, Griffey. Okay? And so they should never listen. And I would never send this to them. I don't, if you're on Drag Race, I never want to interview you. If I see you on the street, I will just walk by. You know, I saw Alaska in Palm Springs. I just walked by. I was like, oh, look, there's Alaska. Kept on walking. Went to a restaurant. Went to an Argentine restaurant. Okay. What does it do with Bussy Queen? I have crazy people. I don't want to say who they are. Luke Stamen, one of my producers. But I have crazy people who who are fans of mine. Right? And I know what Bussy Queen is talking about. People, 
I don't know how to say this. This might have to be a, not today. Maybe I'll revisit this at another time. Stop being crazy. Okay. Stop being crazy. Don't, you know, I was talking to my cousin today about um, Selena, Selena Quintanilla, the singer, and how she was shot by her fan club president, Yolanda, whatever her name was. And my cousin, my cousin was watching the Netflix show and he mentioned Yolanda, what she used to do, blah, 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 things that Yolanda got mad about. And I was just, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. And then it struck me. And I was like, oh my God. Luke Stamen is Yolanda. He's going to shoot me. But that, no, but that I know, and I'm being serious now, not Luke Stamen. Anyway, not Luke Samen at all. Um, but there have been other people recently. Someone just quit. I have no idea why. I, my guess is because he he didn't feel appreciated. I don't know, uh, guys. I talk about RuPaul's Drag Race. Bussy Queen talks about RuPaul's Drag Race. The drag queens are on RuPaul's Drag Race. We're just trying to live our best life. Okay? Can't you appreciate the creative output we put out there? That's all we ask. Okay, is to appreciate it, but essentially leave us alone. We'll be back right after this. We are back. We are talking about Drag Race España. I believe this is episode four of Drag Race España. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I want to say this up front. I'm taking a brief hiatus, you know, in the month between uh, RuPaul's Drag Race finale and All Stars. The regular show is going to be on hiatus. And I'm thinking about putting Trust the Duchess on hiatus, too. I'll still watch España. Hmm. I don't know. If you have a solution, let me know. Because why would I come back to do this show? I don't know. This is a, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I will. Who knows, right? So anyway, Drag Race España. I have, and I've said this before with Robert, I've said it with other co-hosts, with Raul, everybody, whoever will listen. I have such truly mixed feelings about this show and, and the season, this episode, this, this version of RuPaul's Drag Race. And what I mean is, there are things I really, really, really love. And then there are things I really, really, really do not like. And they seem to balance each other out. I saw this uh, meme. I believe it was on Facebook or maybe it was on our own Discord or I don't know where I saw it. But the meme, it's that meme, it's a very common meme where it shows like a beautifully drawn, like the rear and middle of a horse, like done by like, a true artist. And then the front of the horse is like a child through the front of the horse. And on the um, on the beautiful part, it said, uh, Drag Race España, you know, like, three quarters of the episode or something like that and then uh the the shitty drawn one by the kid said drag race espana the lip sync i have never seen horrible lip syncs i think this was episode four this is episode four and the bitches are still taking off their clothes and taking off their wigs it is really insane it doesn't matter what the song is they are going to go ham on the song in terms of emotion, and then they start removing their wigs and ripping their clothes off, and then they always end up on their back with their legs in the air and only their chonies. 
I don't understand why they're doing this. It doesn't make any sense. I'm working backwards with this episode. The same thing happened on this episode. I don't know who anybody is. The two people who were in the bottom. There's going to be no spoilers. I don't know who anybody is. Uh, the two people who were on the bottom just ended up with their 20s uh, in their 20s. No wig on and their feet in the air. Th- thank God somebody finally commented on it this episode. You know, uh, there was no mini challenge this week, but it was the hobbies. And they, I get, this is what I'm surmising. I don't have Raul or España expert here. But what I'm learning is that the Javis, uh, Javier Ambrosi and Javier uh, Caldo, which I think means Javier Soup, but I don't know how he spells his name. Um, they uh, wrote a musical, I think, called Holy Camp. I get, I'm getting the impression it was about women, cisgendered women, and that they converted this musical, because they did a musical this week, everyone. Uh, for drag queens. I don't know much about it. I did zero research, okay? And, um, so, they did this musical, and they converted this musical, and this is, so, here's the weird thing. There are several times, there are several, okay, so then, here's what happens. They cast, yeah, I'm gonna rock, walk through the big beats. So they introduced the hobbies. They're like, we we read, we read, we tinkered with our musical, and we made it for you guys. Everyone's really excited. Then they did this thing that I've never seen on regular drag race before, on flagship drag, on U.S. drag race before. But they should do it, which is the hobbies cast the musical. And that's actually brilliant from both sides, you know? It's brilliant because production can then put whoever they want in whatever role they want, no matter what they decide. But also, it gives them a chance to really do like on either an audition or talk about people's strengths and weaknesses. I thought it was a brilliant idea to have the hobbies cast them because the hobbies would say, well, you know, you aren't doing so well, so maybe you should do this role. That was really, it was like like a mix of the casting and the table visits. It was really, really, really smart. So I was like, okay, point for Drag Race España. Okay. Then, then they did a thing where um, they did the recording session and then that was a little too kissing the asses of the hobbies. And it was the same recording session we always see in the choreography. I didn't really see that big of a deal. Whatever. Then we go to Elimination Day, and uh, whoever, one of them talked about being born in the Dominican Republic and moving to Spain, how hard that was. That was sort of interesting, actually. Then we get to the musical. Now, what's funny is, on the whole, I thought the acting and production was really, really good, right? I thought it was really good. Great acting, um, great idea, um, funny concept, very clever, positive notes. But this is going to be the the story of Drag Race España. Too fucking long. It was almost the length of a whole musical. It was almost the length of a whole mother. I mean, it was so fucking long. That could have been shorter by half. And it would have been fantastic. It would have been one of the best musicals in Drag Race history. It kind of still is, if I'm being honest. It was really good. 
I don't know what the fuck happened in it. Something about drag queens who go to nun school, go to a convent, but they're drag queens. And then charisma, uniqueness, and urban talent are all different drag queens. They're the muses, and they come down. It made no fucking sense, but it was really good. I don't know how to explain it. Whitney Houston's involved. It made no sense. And I'm gonna say, and then the judging, blah 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 blah, yada yada. Then the the oh, you know what? Then they then these fucking bitches, they are mean to these bitches. Usually, if there's a musical, they won't do a runway at the flagship show. Then they had to do a whole elaborate runway where it was two in one dresses, so there was always like a reveal. They had to do that whole thing. That was cool. The looks are always fierce on on España, even though there were a lot of eggs. A lot of people would come out in an egg and then it fell apart. That seemed to be a recurring thing. So then, what I want to get to is, I told you about the crazy lip sync, but I'm going to encapsulate it with this. They eliminate, uh, I don't know her name, whatever her name is, the one who's a gypsy. They eliminate the gypsy. This fucking exit was so goddamn long the only thing i could get close to telling you what it's like is imagine the regular exit from the um flagship show and then the exit from untucked and they stitched them together it's like that long and by that point you just want to get out of the fucking show you just want to get out of the fucking show you're done i'm done those those episodes i'm not even being funny because they don't show the commercials these Espana episodes are longer, longer than U.S. Drag Race by like by 15 minutes. They're like an hour 15 without commercials. So in Spain, they must be like over two hours or two hours long. Oh, my God. I mean, these these there's too much. Shorten it. Shorten it. And it would be, I would say that this would be, I know people are already saying it's the greatest season ever, but you're talking about people who will love anything that comes out on drag. I'm being honest, if they literally learn how to use, the editor learn how to cut some things, uh, this would be one of the greatest seasons of Drag Race. It's very, very good. But it's just, they're just too fucking long. Like, you, you literally feel it, you're like, oh, God. You're like watching the clock. You're checking, and it's still on. You're still checking. Like, I can't believe it's only been that long. Um, but yeah, it's a good. If you're not watching it, I highly recommend it. I, I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, all right. Well, that's gonna be. That's gonna do it for today's bizarro episode of uh, the solo episode of um, Trust the Duchess. We'll be back with. Well, no, I don't. Have, I'll be back next week. So I'm either going to be back next week, somebody else, or I'll see you guys the week of All-Stars comes back. Oh, you know, we might come back if another Drag if like a Drag Race France comes out soon. Then there'll be more content. I don't know. You see us? You see us? We don't? We don't. We're going into a weird break right now. And so uh, we'll see you soon. Uh, but I'll see one thing. I don't, we, have a, we don't have a tagline, but trust the Duchess. Trust the Duchess.